Welcome to Failing Forward. Today we have Octavio D'Souza from Mozambique, who's our very first guest from a country office, and he's going to talk about agricultural practices and adoption and disadoption. Octavio, can you introduce yourself for the listeners today? I'm Octavio D'Souza. I am Monitor Evaluation and Learning Coordinator for CARE Mozambique. Uh, I also work in, with Climate Resilient Agriculture Hub and uh, our Harvest Our Future from Southern Africa Impact Growth Strategy. I'm based in Maputo, Mozambique. We reached out to you to talk to us today because you recently published a paper. Can you tell us a little bit about what that paper was? Basically, it was a post-project uh, evaluation. And the Climate Resilient Agriculture Hub, we decided to to conduct some studies to go back to our project and try to understand which approach, which techniques uh, uh, our communities, uh, the most vulnerable communities, adopt from our projects. So we decided to go back to some projects and we have partnership with FANPAN. So we go back and sit with communities see it with uh, other different stakeholders involved during the implementation process and try to learn from them what working, what was not working and why. So basically it's, uh, it was a learning brief based on our post-project evaluation. The learning brief has sections on the things that worked, what people adopted. The part we're going to talk about today is the section on disadoption, the things that people didn't take forward after the project? Basically, uh, we evaluate two projects in two different provinces in Mozambique. One has more focus on livestock and another one was focused on agriculture components. So we try to bring together the different pieces of the projects and try to learn from community perspective, from the field, what community adopt and what community didn't adopt. And we think that this is so important for us because if we want to be effective, we must always address our failures and learn from our failures. So we try to not only to track what community adopt, but also learn from what community didn't adopt. We try to learn from climate smart agriculture techniques that we promote, we're promoting. One of the techniques promoted was marching. This practice accepted by, by a community during the project's life cycle, but was only ever used in demonstration plots. So we are talking about farmer field schools, where a group of farmers are working together to learn new techniques, new approach from the project. All these techniques we expect that can help the community to improve level of productivity, and they can become resilient, can become food nutrition secure. Unfortunately, marching was never adopted by the community. And when we sit with the community and try to understand, try to figure out why the community abandoned the marching practice, we realized that this because marching increased the work of producer. And community didn't see marching as a necessary. And the community also say that it's, it's difficult to adopt because the exercise of having to, to get and move grass from one place to another was 
uh, exhausting so, and time consuming. And they say that we can't adopt this technique. But during the implementation of the, the, the project, we realized that the community uh, say that it's a good practice and they like it. But the end, they, they say that we, we just accept because we receive from the project. We have a lot of expectation from the project. So we didn't have a, a, a space to say that this will not work for us. And another challenge uh, presented by the community is the unavailability of inputs such, such as seeds. The project involves distribute seeds, seeds and other agriculture inputs. But with the end of the project, the necessary continuity of supplies was not ensured. So during the implementation process, uh, communities have access to seeds, have access to agriculture inputs, but when the project closed, all of this system broken. And they say, we don't have more seeds and become so difficult for us because this sustainability was not created during the implementation process. But we also learned that the dilemma of the market system has significant impact on the adoption of climate smart agriculture. Communities say that sometimes we can produce enough, more than what we need to eat for our household consumption, but we don't have market to see. So why should we try to produce more and better if by the end I don't have a system that allow me to, to see what I produce and try to, to buy a different things. So we learned that the market system is also critical if we try to promote a new techniques, a new approach at community level. Another big challenge is uh, the way we work with the government. We realize that we are time bound we don't have enough resources to cover all this with all country, but we have the government. And if we can involve public extension service, we can be more effective to cover more communities, more districts, but also we can be able to ensure the sustainability because we have a very limited time to provide the technical support. Some of the key lessons that I heard you say were, one, thinking about creating space for the community to tell us that something doesn't work. So the community said, we didn't adopt that. It was too much work for us. We didn't see the benefit, but we didn't feel like we could tell you that. A second one is thinking about what is the workload that we are putting on communities when we teach these new techniques. A third one is around the market system, both in terms of inputs, so communities can get seeds, and also in terms of where they sell their product. And the last one I heard you mention was around governments and working with governments for sustainability and sort of scale and extension services. Maybe I can, I can add a quick comment in terms of, of creating space for the community to learn. I think this is critical for us. Uh, this exercise shows us the, the importance of the transformative learning culture. Uh, if we can create a safe space where not only care staff, but also our implementing partners, and of course the community, 
the beneficiaries of our intervention, we can be more effective. If we have a transformative learning culture, we can easily know what works and what is not practical for our impact group based on specific context of each community. So I think we have a, a lot to learn from the community because they know what they need and what is more appropriate for them. But sometimes uh, we are not create this space to learn from the community and make, it, make sure that we are effective and we're implementing impactful approach for, for the communities. That's a really interesting insight that we can create space for transformative learning, but that we need to be very deliberate about it. What are some actions that you are taking or that you would recommend to create those spaces more often and earlier in a project? We have a power dynamic issue here. Community usually see us as uh, the powerful piece of the process, who have all knowledge, who has all strategy and resource. So first, we have to be more open to sit with the community and discuss with them. I know that it's difficult to create this safe space, but if we can start within our organization, start with ourselves, have this kind of discussion that we can learn from the community and deliberately create space, discuss with the project team that we can learn and we can maximize our impact based on the experience from the field, we can be more effective. So I think this is supposed to start at our level as international organization, but move through implementing partners because we have local organization that is more uh, powerful, have more knowledge of what can be useful for them to implement more effectively the project. And we have to create a discussion session with the community during the implementation process and try to show them that we recognize that the powerful part of the piece of this process is the community, see yourselves. So I think we have to create this space at our level, the way we are working with our implementing partners, civil society organizations, local NGOs, and try to push them to work more closely with the community, sit with the community, and have an opening conversation with the community in terms of what is working and ensure that we will not take away the project because you are disagree with some of these techniques that we are trying to implement. But we are trying together to create a, a system that will be effective and increase the impact for your community and your life condition. What are some things that we can do to create that safe space? That was one of my first questions after this exercise was why this community sharing with us this information now? Why they decide that now we can share all this challenge? Why not before? Why, why, why are they waiting so long? And then realize that they try to maximize everything. And they have, we can't complain 
during the implementation process because probably this organization will take away the project. They can start to provide some inputs. So they decide, okay, we will adopt, we accept this practice. Now they feel free that, okay, this project closed off five years ago. And now we don't have care, we don't have the, the implementation partner with, uh, here with us, so we can share everything. So it's difficult to create this uh, safe space during the implementation process. I think we have this challenge at different level because sometimes you have a, a technique in the field and you already know that this is not appropriate for the community but it's difficult for them to come to a big organization and say, this will not work. I still have to show that I am effective in what I'm doing as a technical. I have to ensure that I am implementing properly my job. I have a job description and I can go back to my supervisor and say, I'm not be able to implement this because this will not work. That is difficult to share things that are not working properly. First, have a reflection meetings with the community. This is not an automatic process. Ensure that our team understand clearly the importance of culture of, culture of transformative learning. I think it's critical. And ensure that we are taking this movement, we are taking this approach from care as a big organization accepting that things are not working, for example, from the, our partners and move to the community and say, look, we want to learn from you. We can do this in different stage. When we start the process, do we spend enough time with the community to discuss the approach that we intend to implement? Sit with the community and explain, not necessarily say that we want to implement this and the other conservation agriculture technique, but we want to test with you, we want to discuss with you what's more appropriate. We know that this working, we have a lot of evidence that this can be, but we want to sit with you to discuss the approach, agree the approach, and involve the community during the monitoring process. A couple of actions I hear you suggesting are around having more reflection meetings and having those, as you say, at a couple of different levels between CARE and our implementing partners to say what's working, what's not, what do you think might not be appropriate, and maybe more importantly, having those with communities to have the exact same kinds of questions and reflection sessions to think about what is working, what seems like it would be appropriate or feasible here. And I also hear you talk about getting communities more involved in the monitoring and in thinking about what those incentives are, because as implementing staff, we always have the incentive to prove that the activity works and to say, yes, I'm adding value because this activity is happening. So getting communities more involved in the monitoring so we can be more transparent about that. Those are great suggestions. Do you have other recommendations or other things you and your team are starting to implement based on what you've learned? So from this experience, I think we, we can keep on mind also two main messages. One, let's ensure that we are not only implementing activity, but also 
We are learned from the process and we are use the experience from the field to improve our approach. The second one, to promote a holistic and complementary approach. Let's try to involve more the government. I know that sometimes it's difficult to, to, to have government partner, but they are so strategic for us. We involve other international and local NGOs, but more strategically, for example, for the seed and market system, specifically for agriculture, it's also important to involve the private sector. We have all this stage, all this space to learn, deliberately create it, but we are also trying to use to learn from the field to improve the approach and implementation. Do you have any other last thoughts or pieces of advice you'd like to share with our audience today? The key message I would like to share is let's try to hear more the community. Let's try to involve the community, not only recipients who will receive all the approach techniques. Let's try to ensure that we can work together to improve the life condition and to maximize the impact. And let's try to create as an organization a culture of transformative learning. Let's try to create a safe space in our organization where different stakeholders, I'm saying care staff, implementing partner, and the community, community leaders, community structure can come and say, if we try to do this differently, probably we can be more effective. Thank you so much, Octavio, for joining us. You're the first person from a project who has come to talk to the audience today. So we really appreciate you doing that. It's been great to have you. Thank you, Emily. Thanks for listening to Failing Forward. Join us next time.